SAFM's Beck and Soda. Good morning, South Australia. Welcome back to winter. I'm sitting oh. here in a tracksuit. What's going on out there? It's wild. It has been a crazy night. Uh, obviously, very hard to sleep with the wind blowing, yeah. but there's something that we need to address before the weather. What? Right, because if we start delving into weather territory and we're only a month in, we it's know that the boring, relationship's done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how about, how are you going? How about oh, that good, rain good. overnight? Yeah. Amazing, wasn't it? Yeah. Did you get to sleep okay? We're done. <laughs> we may as well just leave the <laughs> studio right? now. Pack it and up. Give up if yeah. we're talking about it actually says uh, 6 a.m. weather, top of the hour. That's what we're going to talk about. Well, guess what? what we're not. talking about today. Hey? Yeah, weather. well, that's the problem with society. Um, what I need to say is uh, moments ago, uh, JB and I just walked yes. in, Beck, and you were stretching up against the post. And I said, what's happened? And you said, I'm really worried mm. my big lats are getting sore and they're getting too big from going to rowing. So can you just explain <laughs> okay. yourself? I'm, I've started doing strong, which is... Um, this is it's Pilates, but it's on not a reformer but a row former. Right, so you're on a rower, an ergo for those people that go yes. to the gym. And ever since I started rowing, yep. I do feel like um, my lats are becoming more pronounced and and sore. Haven't you noticed that I'm big? So you actually said, I think I've got to <laughs> yeah. stop rowing because my, my lats, lats get too big. big. I don't, yeah. Right, my first job when I came to Adelaide, I used to work in a gym, right, as a gym instructor, mm. uh, like a PT a type PT. person, get over whatever yourself, you call them. Anyway. Yeah. I'd have people come in and they'd say, oh, yeah, look, I, I really want to get fit and I want to get healthy. i go, great, you've come mm. to the right place. <laughs> and they'd say, but I don't want to do any weights. And I said, why is that? And they said, because I get big really quick and I don't look like I'm a Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Let me tell you one thing right now. If you're coming into the gym, yes. you ain't going to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> no matter how many weights you lift, because one, you don't have the genetics, and two, you're not going to pump that amount of steroids into your body. <laughs> so let me just Well, mention, I'm not taking roids. I'll, I'll, I'll take <laughs> well, that off the table. Okay. That's a good thing. But let me just explain something to you, Beck. If you are going on your rower, right, yeah. you are not going to get massive lats so that you look like Batman with wings, <laughs> right? Not even James Tompkins and Drew Ginn from the awesome foursome oh, the rowers, who were rowing yes, every day yes. winning gold medals ever said, I need to stop rowing because my lats are getting too big. Yeah. Seriously, go to your strong, do your weights, do your rowing, you will be fine. You're so jealous of my rig. <laughs> SAFM's Beck and Soda. It's a Friday. Mm-hmm. This week's gone quickly. It has been wonderful. We've had about a month together. Oh, going cute. well. It's our anniversary. Brilliant. And what we if... actually started the show talking about the weather, so we're a month in and we're already stuffed. Yeah, we're already running out of things to say to each other. Um, but on a Friday, we look back at the week that was with Get a Load. Get a Load. Soda. Get a load of this team, huh? You guys are sounding better and better every week. And I'm not just saying that because I work here too. Uh, Beck, let's start things off with you today. What important, hard-hitting topics have you brought for us this time, huh? Sometimes we can use our uh, powerful positions in the media to talk about important social and political issues. Brilliant. Today I'm going to talk about a talking dog. <laughs> a woman is looking at herself in the mirror, checking out the fish. Sure. The dog, an Alaskan Malamute, walks into the back of the shop opens his little mouth and this comes out. Where are you going? Where are you going? Oh, he's saying where are you going? Look, I think a talking dog is as hilarious as the next guy. And by the next guy, I really mean this guy. <laughs> but that isn't quite the hard-hitting gear I was expecting, all right? Let's just try again. Beck! 
What have you got for us? An item of clothing I want to thank is Harry Styles' pants for splitting. <laughs> oh, you pest. Harry Styles was performing in LA and as he Go squatted down during this song, music yeah. for a sushi restaurant, they split across his crutch. Jennifer Aniston, who was his childhood crush, was in the audience. She might have... Seen his sushi. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of basically the same scenario with none of the star power... Cider! Punch it away! Wearing denim shorts, are they cut off? Did you cut them off? No, do you buy them like that. Do you? Yeah. Can you not wear denim shorts yeah. anymore? Uh, They're a little tight, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have a look. Do they look a little... No, no, look how oh, figure yeah. how you know. No, 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 no. Put them away. More of soda than I wanted to see, and two weeks in a row now. God, next he'll be invading my hikes in Morialta Falls. Have you been to Morialta Falls? Oh, you're kidding me! It's not a long, long way out of town. It's yeah. just up near Ross Trevor. While I was up there, I just thought, Do you know what? This feels like a hidden gem that people need to know about. Then I realised I spotted three koala bears on the way up in the trees, which was brilliant. Get yourself up to Morialta Falls. It's so close to the city. Yeah. It's a hidden gem. I must admit, I think people do lofty by default, don't yes. they? So obviously, you saw koala. And everyone yes. else who was walking up Morialta will be telling their friends, you know, I saw a koala and I saw a rare sighting of a soda <laughs> in the wild. <laughs> and with that absolutely spot-on Attenborough impression, I can feel the silly tide coming in and I think we should embrace it. This one requires a bit of explanation. This week we did our pun-believable segment around toilet-based movie puns. Do you think Beck could hold it together for at least a little bit? Let's find out. For example, Shawshank Redemption. Um, Get the gist? Have you yeah, got one? My Mine are very lowbrow. They're literally, I've just put poo in random movies. Oh, no. Mrs. Poofire. <laughs> a few good poos. <laughs> no, mate. Okay, I've got one. Yeah, come on, give another one. An officer and a gentle poo. <laughs> poo and prejudice. <laughs> okay. I've got one that's yes. not got poo in it. I went okay. with we. Oh, no. Instead of little women. Yeah. yeah. Whittle women. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Beck. I have to be honest, and this comes from the bottom, <laughs> get it, bottom, bottom of my heart. That was crap. But Skidmark Sodastrom seemed to enjoy it, so you're off the hook. See you next week, guys. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Unpacking the shopping last night, the grocery shopping, and yep. uncover a block of cheese. Mm-hmm. And I looked at the little deli sticker on it. Yep. And it's a small block of cheese, I'm saying maybe 250 grams. Okay. The price tag on it mm. is $15. Oh, someone's it's, going along very it's nicely. It's like a truffled manchego oh. cheese. I don't even know what that means. It oh. smells amazing because truffle smells good. Anyway, my 19-year-old, who yep. does not pay any board, mm. has just popped it in the trolley for a bit of an afternoon snack. Truffle cheese. Truffle oh. cheese at $15. Where is she acquiring this taste? I don't, well, <laughs> well, anyway, so I'm like, oh. okay. You got over that one quickly. Oh, no, 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 Beck. The question was, my friend, where is she acquiring this I taste? Why is it 19 year old? What do you call it? Manchego. Mummy, mummy prefers the Daffinois, just quietly. What? What? I don't, so I don't I even know what that means either. <laughs> if you know, you know. It's a very special occasion. Okay. So I'm like, what are you? Anyway, so the truffle cheese is sitting there on the kitchen bench as we discuss her inability to budget. Right. Next minute, our new dog, Wolfie, who we've had for maybe three weeks. Yes is running through the house with something in his mouth. Oh, no. It's the truffle cheese. He's got hold of a manchego. He's jumped up on the, because it smells so good, he's jumped up on the kitchen bench and stolen our $15 cheese. How long has he been there? He's only been in our house for three weeks. So you're rubbing off that quickly that now your dog is (laughs) eating French cheese. Anyway, Frankie, the youngest, and myself go to try and get it out of his mouth. Mm. He starts growling at us, like growling quite aggressively. And we don't 
this is a dog that we got from the animal welfare. Like we don't know his oh. background right. or his trigger points. And so we yeah. back away. Jeez. It's cheese. Right. The, 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 the dog gets aggressive <laughs> over cheese. Anyway, so then my husband, I'm not proud of this, had to step in and get mm. the cheese out of the dog's mouth. How do you do that? Well, he just put on a really like loud, aggressive voice and scared the dog. I'm Drop, not it. Sure. Drop it. Drop the Drop man it. Drop it. Drop it. Anyway, we get it out of his mouth and it's still got the plastic over the top of it mm. and it's just got a few teeth marks in it. Yes. So we're like, can we save the cheese? <laughs> Can we still eat it? Because it was so expensive because it's been in our dog's mouth. Yeah. Can we or can we not save the cheese? I think it's in the fridge. Can we of course eat it? you can. Yeah. Has it still got the plastic on it? Yeah. You can. It's got big teeth marks in Has it. Has Wolfie pierced the plastic? Oh. I don't know. I have to check. Isn't a dog's mouth um, meant to be like sanitized? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Do you want like, to, shall I bring some in? We'll have yeah, some I'll Friday try. night snacks. Because I'm sure, because <laughs> my dad, if he gets a cut on his foot, he lets his dog lick the cut because he reckons that it helps clean it because oh. they have a sanitized mouth. Is that true? What's going on in the soda store? I'm serious. No, you don't let your dog I, lick your wounds. I'm sure dogs have sanitized mouths, so now you actually, he's cleaned your cheese, yeah. Wolfie. All right. A lot of dogs it's, eat their own poo as well, mate. Oh. So, no truffled yeah, man. Well, that's that's a me. psychological issue that <laughs> some of those dogs, because a lot of them take after their owners. <laughs> when we were talking about, because the dog's had it in its mouth, I said, I think dogs have like a, a mouth that um, sanitizes things. It's like an antiseptic mouth. Mm. Now, you looked at me like there's something wrong with me, but Harley from <laughs> Manopara has called in. Right, Hi. Harley. G'day, how you doing? Great, thanks. How are you? Terrific, Harley. Tell us about dogs' mouths, please. All right, sure. So I actually uh, did some research into dogs' mouths because uh, I have a degree in pharmacy, and uh, it was part of uh, my elective to look into the enzymes of a dog's mouth. And I found out that they actually have an enzyme that promotes healing, so uh, it, it can actually help heal a wound uh, faster because the enzyme will progress the, the whole transition for the skin tissue to heal faster. So uh, in terms of the cleansiness of the mouth of the dog, it'll depend on the dog itself uh, because there's all kinds of variables that can happen with a dog, whether it's been into something recently or if it's sick and things like that. Obviously, it might not be the greatest time to to analyze the mouth of the dog. There you go. Mm. Harley, thank you. Geez, we've got some intelligent listeners. I guess that's Um, where lick your wounds comes mm. from. So my dad was right. I always thought that he was, you know, full of crap, saying that he lets the dog lick his cuts because it cleans it. I mean, Harley did talk about variables because dogs can get to areas that humans can't on themselves. So maybe. I don't know whether that's an issue when the dog licks your foot if it's just been... Licking its balls. You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. My 14-year-old daughter, Miller, has just started playing in a netball team. Brilliant. They play on a Thursday night. They played last night at the courts, you know, on the corner of Greenhill Road and Anzac Highway in there? Absolutely. Yeah. They are chock-a-block with kids playing netball. So it's basically a group of girls who formed a team. There's no club supporting them. They call themselves the West Side Warriors because we all live west. And most of the girls in the team at the age of 14 have never played netball before. What a great idea. So there, there are established proper teams clubs, playing yeah. in clubs, yet they've put together their little they've social group. they put together their little ragtag yeah, group of players. They just wear a Nike t-shirt and a pair of shorts. They don't have yep. one of those all-in-one dresses. They are learning the rules of netball, which are quite complicated, mm-hmm. you know, when you haven't played before, the positions. And last night uh, at the end of the game, I said to the other mums in the team, how good uh, is the umpire that they've allocated mm. to us every week? Because she really takes time out when she 
when she blows her whistle, she explains to the girls where they have to stand out, what they've done wrong. She helps them with the rules. So she's the same umpire they use for every game pretty much? Well, yes, she, she is. But I thought the whole time, because they were mm. playing a bit before Christmas, that she was an umpire that was allocated to us by the Netball Association. But what I didn't understand is in club netball, you will have a whole pool of, of um, umpires to draw on. But because mm. we're, we've made up our own club, yep. we didn't have an umpire because we don't have a club. So right. the mums advertised on Facebook for an umpire. Oh, for so our you've own got to umpire. We've got to provide umpire our own umpire as, as part of entering, but we right. don't have a club. Gotcha. One person responded to yeah. our, um, our call out um, on Facebook. Just one applicant we had. Her name is Kate. She's an absolute delight. She has been so patient with the girls. And I only learned this last night that, that we, of, we we pay her. And I mm. said, how much do we pay? And they said, oh, we actually pay her a little bit extra. It's an hour's work. It's $50. And I thought, right. that's actually, I thought 50 bucks for an hour's work is, is okay. Yeah. And she seems to enjoy it and yes. she gives back. And obviously it's her way of supporting the netball community. Good on her. And then they said, but she arrives and leaves each day uh, to the game in a taxi. So, oh, really? So, and apparently she lives quite far away. So the $50 just covers her travel oh. expenses to come and teach our girls how to play netball. And she wow. comes all that way and we basically cover her travel expenses just so she can support our girls who she'd never met before. She just responded to us on Facebook. So she's essentially doing this as a volunteer. Yes, and I didn't know that until last how night. How good that? So now I feel like we have to give her a wage yeah. Well, you should. Yes. Why, don't, why doesn't the, all the mums get together and chip in and cover her fare as well? Well, I, think, well, I just said at the end of the season, let's get her a really good present because I had no idea until last night. I thought she was just a supplied net, netball. She's like wow. a, she basically volunteers for this group of girls who she's never met before. Brilliant. Oh, well, good on you, Kate. Thank That's you, Kate. absolutely sensational. We appreciate you. And can yep, can we, we organise to get her well, a lift to and back? Surely we can do that somehow. Or can we organise if someone got the ability out there? If you have, 131060 to help Kate out. Or we can get her an Uber out. voucher or something. Yeah, something like that. Can I didn't we organise? know until she left last night, so I couldn't even say that I appreciated her for that. Right. I think, well, that's our job. Okay. That's a challenge, right? We need to organise. If anyone's out there, we'll get all the details. If you'd like to help, I love the fact that she wants to go and support the girls, particularly if they're navigating their way, they are. trying to play the game, and she's got no affinity with them. Nothing. Or connection. She's done that off her own yeah. bat. Mm. Right. I don't know how we're going to do this, but somehow we're going to find a way so that she can at least take the 50 and put it in there her pocket yeah. instead well of having to use it to get to and from. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Oh my gosh, look at these trending topics. So did you have any techniques for falling asleep? We know working in breakfast radio yes. that sleep is crucial and mm -hmm. there's nothing worse than lying there awake being unable to sleep. Um, meditating for sure. Yeah, okay. Absolutely, because you know, I like to meditate in the morning, yeah. in the car before work, in the, in the um, car park, yes. and then I also meditate in the evenings. But I think you can use some of those meditative techniques to get you relaxed enough to go to sleep. So, so you fall asleep quickly then with those I, techniques? I can doing that. Instead mm. of, you know, you sit up all night looking at the roof going, oh God. But if you yeah. can get in that relaxed mindset, that seems to help. Breathing. What about you? Um, no, I, I've tried things like lavender pillow sprays. I put a, <laughs> I have an LED like face mask that I put on my face for 10 minutes before what? bed that like calms me down a bit. What do you mean? It LED got lights like in that on it? Yeah. What do you mean? Can you see? Yeah. Or do you, you close, close your eyes with eyes. it on? Yeah. Anyway, and it's supposed to improve your skin. So maybe I should keep trying. Anyway, <laughs> I know, I know. Um, Can you bring it in one day? You, oh, we need a photo at least. 
I'll bring it in. It's scary. Okay. Well, a 19-year-old called Taylor is going viral uh, on TikTok because she has revealed her really unusual sleep habit. She said she was having trouble um, falling asleep because of her toes. She felt like she needed pressure on her toes to sleep. And I kind of relate. I get restless what? legs and sometimes I feel like I need pressure between my knees to sleep. I get my... Anyway. Hang on. Hang on. Can you come back to this? What, so she needs her toes stimulated to sleep and you she need what, said, some pressure between your knees. I suddenly felt the urge to find pressure to apply between my toes. She tried forcing her big toe in between her other toes until she fell asleep. But after two months, a small lesion appeared in her toes that seemed to be the result of her pushing too hard with her toes. She tried toe separators that you use when you get your manicure. And then finally, she realized that the solution to a great night's sleep was to get two McDonald's napkins. She's posted them on her TikTok mm, and yeah. weave them between her toes. And that has given her bliss. And now she sleeps like a baby with McDonald's napkins woven gently between her toes. And something makes me want to try it. I don't even understand that. <laughs> but you just said, what do you need pressure between your knees? Between my knees. I feel I like sometimes I have like a, almost like a magnetic force between my knees that repels them. Oh my God, that sounds oh wrong. Oh no. But I, I, so Hang on. <laughs> yeah, a, a magnetic force that's so drawing when I, when your I'm knees lying, apart. When I'm lying in the fetal position, where I, how I sleep on my side, yes. my knees, when they're pressed together feel unusual so I've got to like separate them so I feel like maybe I need to put something like a napkin between my knees mm. I'm going to try that okay. it's not what you I realise what it sounds no, like no. it's not that no. this is SAFM's Beck and Soda is it right is it wrong <laughs> I'm in a mood about this one Soda <laughs> that you've brought to the table come on Get with the program. Oh, oh, is it right or wrong to have... Well, we put this question to Tom Gleeson. Have mm. a listen. Tom, I always had this thought in my mind, and look, Beck might jump down my throat here, but I've always had this thought of pink jobs and blue jobs. What? Oh. Right? What, what do you if mean? If you say pink is in the kitchen and blue is in the garden doing the mowing the lawn, I will go spare. Listen, I'm not allocating where they are. You just did that yourself. You went straight to the stereotype. I didn't. Yeah, I it, always... could, it could be different, Beck. I mean, for me, it could be like, for me, mowing the lawn would be a pink job because I get sunburned. <laughs> and then a blue job would be vacuuming inside because the air conditioning's up, you know, too, it's too cold. Well, Tom, you went straight to your default is to go and sort out the kitchen and the dishwasher and the so forth. So that could be a blue job in your house. I'm not essentially stereotyping the type of job, but I always think there's no point replicating the same skills as your wife or partner. Okay. So if she's awesome at doing the dishwasher, unpacking yes. and that, why should I learn to do it? Oh. It's a waste of time. No, I, I'm, I'm with you on that because my wife is really into cooking and she's really good at it. So she does do all the cooking, which mm. doesn't sound great. <laughs> I'm not going to allocate a colour. But at the same time, she's really good at it. And yes. so for me, it's like when Don Bradman's batting and you're at the other end, mm. let him face the balls. Absolutely. Yeah, he's better at it. <laughs> it's a perfect point from Tom. All right. Right? I... So he's absolutely spot on. Tom's wife, wonderful cook. Why does Tom need to cook? Yeah, but, but let's not call that a pink job. Why not? Because I don't think... Well, the, his wife... I... But the, so the, I don't know. The, it's the pink and blue to define genders that I don't find very progressive or... Well, who said it needs to be progressive? As long as it gets done, well, it that's what's important, isn't it? Common society. All right. Well, values. if you don't want to have pink and blue, we'll have men's and women's. Can we do it that way? Yeah. If you don't want to well, use the colours, yeah. the woman's job in that situation with his wife is to cook because she's good at it, not mm. because she's a woman, okay. but it's a skill she has. Come on, Beck, say what you think. Okay. Come on, give it to us. I just think it's very, it's very old-fashioned. Well, it makes life easier. 
Okay. Right? What is a job you do super well at home? You said before. Well, you yeah, tidy. Like, so I hate mess. So I will be the one who, they'll, they'll say the house is clean, but yes. there'll be like piles of papers or right. the, the cushion won't be straight. Mm. Or I, I'm like the finisher. Yeah. I'm like the sprucer. Okay. So you And, and James will see that and it doesn't bother him. Right. Pink job because you're doing it. Or but woman's what? job because you're a woman. No, but I don't like woman. Uh, all right. What, all right. A Beck job. I like that. There Let's you go. go by a names, Beck job. not genders and colours because right. it's very 1950s to me. I feel like I need to be in an apron holding uh, a scotch. Tell me something James does really well besides, well, like you said. I must admit, man. look, I must admit he does the bins and the mowing. Oh, <laughs> oh right. Right, okay. Wow. <laughs> Hang on. But if he's away, I do take the bins out. I well, will. I, I hope you do but because I just don't they like still the need smell. to <laughs> Right. Uh, so a blue job in your house. A James is job. A James mowing job. the lawn and also doing that. So you don't but my point is. But he will also cook, which you would say traditionally is a female. He will cook 50% no, of the time. It can be a blue job. Uh, okay. That's fine. Mm. What I'm saying is don't replicate each other's skills. So if my wife sits there and says, uh, go and do the dishwasher, and she's done it really well. Why do I need to do it? If she does it well and she's good at it, because I should go she's and, asked you to do it. I should go and use my to do skills what? To, do what? to go and do something else. Like what? What's your skill? I don't know. I might uh, clean the pool. With your shirt off? In Speedos. <laughs> you can All call right. me Mario the pool boy. Um, pink and blue jobs, it makes life easier. It makes sense. You don't need to be able to do everything in your house. Okay. okay? That's uh-huh. our right or wrong this morning. 13, 10, 60. All right. Give us a call. Right or wrong to have... Pink or blue? Okay. I don't like, I'm uncomfortable with Do you know what you do, Beck? You can make, as a, as a partnership, you can do Designated more together. Designated Is it right? Is it wrong? <laughs> well, have a look at Beck Morse. Hey? I'm on my feminist soapbox today. I've got to say, you're getting so angry, your face is turning pink. Oh, I just, I don't, under, I don't understand where you're coming from. Well, I'm talking about pink and blue jobs and not replicating the skills of your partner because mm. then things just don't get done efficiently. Yeah. More gets done if you stay in your lane and you keep to the jobs that you're really good at. Now, whether you want to call a pink job doing the dishes, that's up to you. Okay. I'm just saying that if you're good at something, Beck, we're going to call you a pink job. And if James is good at it, we're calling it a blue job. Mm. Right? And look at this, even Coral has said here on Facebook. She said, no, I don't believe it should be pink and blue jobs, although I haven't put petrol in the car for 25 years. <laughs> That's because it's a blue job for your family, Coral. Thank you, you contradiction. Um, what about Christy? Considering my husband rang me from the shed the other night to order his dinner, <laughs> I'd say that, yep, we've got pink and blue jobs. <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. One of Soda's mates, John, has called in. Uh, oh, sounds no. like this could be a roast. John, what do you oh, reckon? No. Beck, I, I, I'm not sure of the merits of the, the, the discussion point or not. What I will say as one of Mark's oldest friends <laughs> is what the hell is he doing even broaching this subject? He doesn't win. Whether he's right or wrong, yeah. he doesn't win this argument. What, because if we're going to talk about blue, he's going to be beaten black and blue by the time he walks out onto the main street. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, man. <laughs> I can't keep holding your hand all the time. What do you... What are you thinking? Well, Johnny, look at this situation, right? Give me an example, right? So what's something you do really no, well no, around no, your house? No, 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 come no. On. Don't try and justify it. <laughs> yeah. Don't try and justify it. Yeah. Every time you open your mouth, let Beck drive this discussion point. Oh, yeah, there you go. John, Thank you, you John. and I need Actually, to have a beer. You. John makes a very good point because women do argue well. So I'd say arguing pink job. Oh. <laughs> Tea in Hackham. Oh. <laughs> what do you Hi, T. How you right going? or wrong to have these pink or blue jobs? 
It is 100% wrong, Soda. I don't know what you are saying. Like, oh, my goodness. I have a girl and a boy, and I'm raising them both to be empowered young humans that can do absolutely anything they put their mind to. T- In my own personal life, yes. my partner's a stay-at-home dad. Yep. I go out, I earn the money, I bring home the bacon. He does all the housework. He does all the outside work mm-hmm. as well, as you put it, the, the once-a-week job. <laughs> he does everything. <laughs> all I do is go to work, come home, cook dinner, sit on my back and relax. Oh, T, well, T I would say that your husband is doing some wonderful blue jobs around the home. There you because go. And mm-hmm. you're out there doing what you need to do and you're obviously supporting each other well. So thank you for supporting my side of the argument, Whoosh. T. <laughs> okay, we got we've got another Beck uh, on the line from Seaton. Right or wrong to have these pink or blue jobs? I think it's a hundred percent right that we have designated roles. That's mm. why wouldn't we play to our strengths? I think right. it's hundred percent wrong, Soda, that you're allocating them based on gender. Yeah. What, what about same-sex couples, Soda? Yes, no, that's fine. Then? That's fine. There could be a whole lot of pink jobs and then a whole lot of blue jobs in those situations. But That's then fine. what do you allocate the blue to if they're both women? That's fine. No, you don't need blue ones. You can just have lots of pink jobs. We just need to choose two completely different. (laughs) 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 All right, last one here. Let's. uh... Thank you so much, Beck. Again, thank you for your support. Yeah. (laughs) Scott, in Camden Park, the final word to you: right or wrong to have blue or pink household jobs? Soda, my man. Absolutely wrong. Absolutely wrong. All right. What's your Um, situation, mate? Look, I'm in a same-sex relationship, yep. and you know, there is no pink jobs. If if there were pink and blue jobs, look, mm. our grass would look bloody clean <laughs> and nice, but we'd have washing piled up and looking, you know, like we're hoarding. <laughs> so, absolutely not, absolutely not. And you know, it's not the 1800s, right? Come on, that, come on. That's a good point, Scotty. Let me tell me, what are your strengths when you're uh, tidying up or doing whatever you're sorting around the house? Whether it's the gardens, what do you do really well? Um, look, I do really well. Uh, my partner mows the lawn yep. and I um, sit there with a beer. So I do that really well. Um, and also I can cook a good roast. I can cook a good roast. But also um, I take the bins out every week. So, you know, it's, it's versatile. That's what we have to be. Right. Can I ask, Scotty, do you replicate each other's jobs or do you sort of stay in your lane and do what your strengths are? Nah, nah. We do it all. We do it all. Otherwise... You know, relationships are compromised, right? And you know, you could be you could be strong in one department, but mm. you know, we're a team, so you know. Thank you. Well, Scott. Scotty, well done because it sounds like you and your partner have got things worked out nicely, and you're working a hell of a lot better than how things are set up in my house with my pink and blue system, which clearly <laughs> has fallen on deaf ears today. <laughs> you're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. Checking the pulse on SA. It's. The Soda Stream. Right, everything you need to know that's going on around town. I'm going a little further. I'm going to Sydney, okay? Okay. I'm not going to SA. Uh, you across this whole guy, Sebastian, who is a South Australian mm. man, of course, a boy from Golden Grove. Are you across his little fight that he's been having with his neighbour for six years, well, Philip Hanslow? Five minutes ago, he was in court with his manager. The poor poor guy can't take a trick. That's right. Titus Day was his manager, wasn't he? He's actually uh, under a little bit of pressure at the moment, Guy. So what's actually happened, right, is in court yesterday was the neighbour, Philip Hanslow. So he's revealed that he was actually on the toilet when police came in to arrest him. So he's actually been arrested, right, and charged with stalking and also intent to cause physical harm. I think he threatened to kill our guy. 
Oh, my goodness. He was literally caught with his pants down. I know. Um, this is, I think, just escalated over a little bit of a neighbour feud. Yeah. Uh, how are you with your neighbours? Um, I just give them a wave. We're, we're friendly. Yeah. Um, yes. Not Christmas drinks or anything like that? No, we, we let them know if we're having a party, which is what, not very often. Because of the noise or because, because you of, want them to come over? Because <laughs> of the noise. Why, why don't you invite them over? Well, should. We don't have many parties. That would make you really relatable if you were like friends with your neighbours and all that sort of thing. Well, okay. Do you use their bins? Not, if your bin's full and their bins no, are out in the morning? No, I would never do that. No. Right, so you're not on that great relationship with them? No, but no. Would you but borrow I'll, a cup of sugar from your neighbours? If I had to. If you had to. Uh, well, yeah, um, why is this an issue with your neighbours? No, what I'm about, just I, wondering. I'm feeling um, under you, the spotlight you here. Nervous. I do because <laughs> because you pay me out of buying expensive cheese, and now you said I'm not friends with my neighbours, and you're pointing you're painting me to be elitist, and I'm not. I'm an every woman. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm just trying to understand you a little better. You don't want to be. You don't understand me. I don't understand you're me. A, you're an every woman. <laughs> I was just wondering. I, get I, get I think me off the therapy couch. We've got please. lovely neighbours. Very friendly. <laughs> Sorry, with how my are your neighbours? Lovely. <laughs> I should yeah. have known that, which is why you were wanting me to ask the same question. No, I was not wanting you to ask. I was just wondering because it's interesting when you live so close to people, sometimes when you don't actually bother to even oh say hello God. or be friendly. I, I am friendly. Your neighbours know you're famous. I'm not famous. Go get back to Guy Sebastian's manager. You're really We're not talking about the really manager. Really yanking my pigtails today. <laughs> no, that's James's job. <laughs> SAFM's Beck and Soda. Ugh, you're pun Radio, we are talking today about ruining a celebrity's name. This is your chance to get a little creative. Thirteen ten sixty. If you would like to play along and just exercise the grey matter a little bit, right? So, take a name. And damage their name mm. in some way, right? What have you got, Beck? You got um, one for me? I, well, I ruined yours by calling you Skid Mark Soderstrom. As a yes. child, my name was ruined. My nickname in the um, in the playground was Rebecca Horse, oh. which I thought was mean because I do have a like a longish nose. Right. I was going to say why the long face over yeah, the name, but that's a fair point, Rebecca yeah, Horse. Okay. Um, all right. I ruined what, my own name. Have you, have you got one for me? Um, well, I've got. Um, oh, okay. Instead of um, Demi Moore. Demi less yeah, or Demi okay. good. fewer. Yeah, okay. yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd run with Demi less. I wouldn't worry about Demi. <laughs> There's a boo from the background. <laughs> hey, I've got one for you. So, yeah, uh, you Whoopi Goldberg, Whoopi Oldberg. Not bad. Not bad. Or you could just go Whoopi Cushion. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Brad Pitiful. Nice. Oh, I like that. Uh, Professor Rubes. What do you got for professor? us? Professor. What did I say, oh, Professor? Professor. Uh, producer Rubes. Well, Professor Rubes, what have you got uh, there? Well, um, students, I have got uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Well I like it. Harry Piles. <laughs> oh, good. And uh, Kim Kardashian. Good. Aren't you very right. good at this game? We are going to the phones also. Matt in McLaren Flat, ruin a celebrity name for us. But Smiley Cyrus. <laughs> Smiley, but Smiley's Cyrus. nice though. Well, so you, really why don't you it. just it call her um, Miley Virus? Okay. <laughs> that could work. Also oh, that. Hang on. Here, the big guns are in here. The boss, Flack. Right, Morning. come on, Flack. You love these because 
Do you know what I've been watching for about the last yeah. half hour? Black's been Googling celebrity names I, I can see on oh, his you computer. Can see my computer. He's, yes. done, he's done no work. No <laughs> work. Um, yeah, uh, for buying things on the website Goop, uh, Gwyneth Pay Peltro. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, uh, this is his favourite car, Harrison Ford Escort. <laughs> yeah, that's good. When he's home alone, Matt Dame off. <laughs> and, my, and for dinner tonight, some Tom Lamb Shanks. Oh, good boy. Yeah, yeah not bad. Okay. You ruined their names. Okay, All here's right. uh, producer Nick. What do you I got, know Nick? I'm not good at this usually, but I'm don't, proud of these don't ones. Don't put that at the start. I know you're on a winner. Lower the expectation. Mm. Get it right up there. Come well, on. Here, we, here go. we go, guys. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Maggot Robbie. Good. That's good. Good. Mm. Gordon Scamsey. Yeah, that's. <laughs> Well done. I'm so proud. All right, they were great. Producer here Rach. Is, here is the self-professed queen at this game, Producer Rach. I've got a lot of them. Should I just roll through them? Roll Absolutely. Through. All right. Miley Sinus. Yeah. Good. Brad Zitt. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Spanks. Yep. Kevin Fart. Oh, that's Ke- Kevin Hart. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Keanu Leaves. Yep. No. Bradley Cooper. <laughs> yeah, good. Thank you. Paul Bogan. Oh, there's a lot. Yeah. Paul, Paul Hogan. Hogan. Yeah. Paul Hogan, Hogan, yeah. Good. Yeah, good. Thank you. Uh, what about Danny Minogue? Dunny Minogue? Yeah. Nice. Minogue. All right, what well have you done. got, Soda? Because um, I want to go last. Uh, I'm really happy with mine. Olympic gold medalist, Insane Bolt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and our all-time favourite, Port Adelaide footballer. Uh, we're going to ruin his name, Travis Broke. Oh. <laughs> right. I have think the Mosley's going um, quite 13, well. 13, We've got a heap we want to get through next. What have you got? Oh, okay. Uh, Sophie, what have you got? No, no, no. Oh, we've got one out. Yeah, go. oh. <laughs> Sophie, what do you got? Hi, how are you? Good. Good. What do you got? Um, Kim Karkashian. Karkashian. Oh, nice. Karkashian. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. taking them after the break. What do you got? Oh, okay. All right. Go All, right. All right. Well, I went, I went to the political space. Okay. We've got Premier Peter Malinowskis. What about Peter Malinlatuskis? <laughs> what? Not Malin. Okay, this is good. This is good. What? Our, our, our Prime Minister, not Anthony Albanese, Anthony Albanhard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your pun believable. At thirteen ten sixty, your chance to ruin a celebrity's name. Bet you are so excited because you came up with the, the oh, Australian went, Prime Minister. I went political. Uh, Anthony Albanese turned into Anthony Albanhard. Oh, well done. Um, um, Leanne had fat cash and oh. Kayla rang in with smelter badrum. Instead of Delta Goodrum. And oh, fat cash is uh, pat cash. Uh, we had one before for Harry Styles. I think it was Harry Piles. We've got mm. another one here. What about Harry Styles? Yeah. Is that yeah, okay? Yeah. Hey, oh, reminder, every caller impressed. who gets on air today uh, comes along to uh, a special broadcast. Carrie and Tommy live at the Garden of Unearthly mm. Delights. All right, let's go to the phones. Emma from Ingle Farm. Okay, Emma, how can you ruin a celebrity's name? With Reese with us without a spoon. Yeah. Oh, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah good. Well <laughs> done. Good. It's a classic. Very yeah. simple, very clever. Oh, you've heard it before, have you, Bleeps? Yeah, Pretty yeah. easily impressed over there. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, uh, Beck from Morford Vale. Uh, what do you got, Beck? Hi, I thought of um, Sophie Skunk instead of Monk. Yeah. Really good. Or Sophie Stunk. Yeah. Yeah. Sophie Punk. Sophie Tibetan Monk. (laughs) (laughs) Hang on, what about this one? This is... uh, This has come from a mate of mine. Yeah. Uh, this is the wonderful Arthur who looks after the Virgin Lounge oh, must at be the nice. Adelaide oh. Airport. You're um, turning left on the plane, are you, mate? <laughs> He's the boss. Mm. What about this one? Harry Greek Styles. <laughs> <laughs> I've got Johnny. Is that a type of salad? <laughs> I've got Johnny in debt. Johnny in debt. Johnny in debt. Very oh, nice. Johnny yeah. debt. Well played. Yeah, good, in debt. good work. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda.
Every caller mm. who makes it to air today is winning tickets to see Carrie and Tommy do their show live from the Garden of Unearthly Delights. It's Thursday, 23rd of Feb. Put it in your diary. On that day, we yep. would also like a performance. We mm. want a talent scout, someone with a hidden talent, to perform at the Garden on that day and win $2,000. You might be a stand-up comedian. You might be able to do a little bit of magic. You might have, oh, what could you do? Oh, swallow a knife or some flame. <laughs> okay, you could be very good at that sort of thing. You might be able to make some amazing mm. animal noises. I'm not quite okay. sure what your hidden talent would be, but if you reveal it to us, safm.com.au, yep. two grand. Yeah. And the chance to perform. In front of about 600 people. Yeah. And, and Carrie and Tommy. Nice. Yeah. Like, imagine that. How good's that? Right. Um, so you just need to have a hidden talent. We, we spoke about a hidden talent you may have yesterday. Oh, oh, so. well, I have, I have actually got a hidden talent, Beck, that I'm about to impress you with. A hit at Maestro. I got the magic in me. Beck, I'm a magician. I am about to perform a magic trick that will blow your mind and leave you astounded. Okay. You'll be calling me David Copperfield after this. Okay? Right. Okay. Yeah. So what I need to do is if you're in your car right now yeah. and you're driving, you've got to be in your car to be able to do this. If you give us a call, I will be able to ask a person three questions and it's not exactly the answer, right? Mm. I ask three random questions and I'll be able to identify the color and the make of the car they're in. None of the questions are going to be, what is the color or make of your car, right? They'll be not related to the car, but I can... Like a psychic. I can thing. draw out of people from random questions the ability to identify through their personality the color and the make of the car they're driving. What if you driving. get it wrong? Well, that's what you've got to look at is next. There, it is, wouldn't is, be a hidden talent. Are the producers talent. going to ask them off air and then feed it to you, no, like text it to you no, or something? No, they're no. not. So all you need to do is be in your... Oh, my Lord. Mm. This is what we call in the business a oh, Christmas tree. Oh, the, Lord, whole, the whole system has lit up. Okay. Right. 131060, if you're in your car right now, mm -hmm. give us a call. I will ask you three random questions and I will correctly identify the color and make of your yeah. car. Speaking of hidden talents... I got the magic in me. Right. I'm about to demonstrate to you my hidden talent, all right? I am going to show you what I'm able to do that is magical. I'll put the solicitor out there, 131060. Give us a call if you're in your car right now. Rachel from Windvale. Good morning, Rach. Good morning. Mm, now, Rach, where are you driving exactly and where are you going? Uh, I'm driving to my hairdresser appointment in Semaphore. Shout out to Miss June. Okay. So um, now, can I ask, Rach, what, what road are you on at the moment? Uh, on Grenfell Road in Winvale. Grenfell, Winvale. Right. I'm just getting the, um, yeah, I'm just making sure that we've got the tracking device system <laughs> sorted. And, uh, I'm just putting a couple of things up into the sky here. Now I've got a couple of questions here for you, Rach. All right. And this will help yep. me define from this. I'll be able to determine the color and the make of your car. Okay. Um, Rach, can I ask, when's the last time you've eaten fast food? Uh, it was Tuesday after my obstetrician appointment. Righto. So Tuesday, what are we today? Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. That's interesting. Okay. Thank you. Um, now this is a little personal, so please don't be offended if I ask you this question, Rach, but I really need it to help no. me out. Okay. When you yeah. go to the toilet with the toilet paper, do you like to scrunch it or do you fold it? Uh, I'm more of a, I'm a scrunch fold person. Oh, uh, hang on. Um, hang on. What do you mean a scrunch fold? <laughs> like not necessarily a whole scrunch, but yep. like there's some formality to that scrunch. 
A structured so it's right. nice structured okay. fold yeah, this grunge. Is, this is becoming quite clear. Thank you. Uh, and just the last one, what's your biggest fear? You snakes, spiders, anything like that? Um spiders. Yeah, definitely spiders. Right. Freaking out. How on earth based on those yeah. three questions are you going to work out? Well, Rachel's if you have a think of the answers that Rachel said, so Tuesday she had fast food. She's a bit of a hybrid folder slash scruncher. And then you talk about the fear, the fear of spiders. That reveals a whole lot about her personality, which reveals a whole lot about the type of car that she would drive. And particularly from that, it's pretty simple what colour the car would be. Mm. Right. I'm just going to play with some of these answers for a moment. Um, Rachel, we're going to have this song on. And in a moment, we'll come back. Don't go anywhere. And just confirming, oh, Rachel, you don't know Soda personally or you don't no. have his phone number or anything like that. You can't Never text him. Never met him. Never right. met him. Okay. Rachel, <laughs> okay. this is not set up. We don't know no. each other in any way possible. No. So essentially we get someone to tell us uh, they're in the car and it's actually Rachel from Windvale and I've asked Rachel three random questions. You're still there, Rachel? Hello? Rachel? Yes? Oh, good. Oh, God, I thought we'd lost you for a moment. Mm. But through my (laughs) magic, I was able to bring you back. So thankfully we were able to do that. Okay, so I asked you three questions. The first one was the last time you'd eaten fast food and it was Tuesday after your obstetrician appointment, which was interesting. Gave me a bit of an idea of the colour of your car, but you confirmed it when you said, I asked you if you fold or scrunch a toilet paper, and you said you sort of fold slash scrunch. Oh, so there's some yep. complexity in that. Hybrid. It's not a simple... Maybe it's a hybrid car. <laughs> right. Maybe and it's an electric vehicle. The final one was uh, the biggest phobia or fear you have, and it's spiders. Okay. I can tell you that the colour of your car is not overly bright. Um, yeah. It's not It's not like a really bluey yellow colour. It, to me, it's like a... More, it's not reflecting your personality, but it's more of an everyday colour, like a sort of like a white, or it's um, but more oh. probably like I'd say a, a grey, grey <laughs> sort of colour. Am I close? Very close. Yeah. Is your car grey? It's, uh, it's more of a gunmetal grey. Sorry, oh. did you say grey? Uh, yeah, gunmetal grey. So um, can I just point out, if anyone's listening, going, okay, well, she very easily could have told a producer, I have sat and watched Soda. He's not touched his phone. He's not had any communication no. with anyone. He's just been making notes. And we sat here and spoke through the whole time that song and he was said on. said grey. Yeah. Right. Right. Now, um, I'm nervous so for you, you have a grey car. Me too. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I would say, I'm thinking that it's, it's a biggish type car. I'd lean towards a four-wheel drive, but that's not what I said I'd do. I said I would yep. have the make and I'd have the colour. So I can tell you're driving a Mitsubishi. There's not much doubt about that. Is that right? Oh, my right? God. <laughs> yes. Are you driving a grey Mitsubishi? Yes. Yes, I have the magic. Oh, wow. Rachel, Rachel, did you tell yes. anyone that no. information? No, um, not at all. Rachel, I reckon you're either in a station wagon or maybe a four-wheel drive, and I'd think of Mitsubishi, I'd lean towards a station, uh, a four-wheel drive probably. Soda, you've nailed it on the head. You've got it. Is it a Pajero? <laughs> it is. Oh, he's done it again. <laughs> he's done it again. He's incredible. I, I am at my, my mind is actually blown. I rest my I'm case. I'm gobsmacked. There you go. Thank Rach, you, Rachel. Have a wonderful day. <laughs> well done. Well done. You've got tickets to Boom. the Carrie and Tommy uh, broadcast wow. at the Garden of Unearthly Delights. That's Delights. the first time you've impressed me. SAFM's Beck and Soda, a new way to wake up. Get SAFM's Beck and Soda anywhere, anytime on the free listener app, SAFM.